I recently helped hundreds of people achieve more in a few months than they had the previous several years. And now I'm getting ready to open up another challenge where I want to help you do the same. Here is actually a short testimonial of someone who was in that challenge. This challenge was hands down the best thing I did all year. And I appreciate the time, energy, and heart that you put into it. My name is Dr. Benjamin Hardy. I'm an organizational psychologist and best-selling author of many books that have now sold millions of copies. Click the link down below and watch this free training where I will show you these frameworks on how you can achieve more in the next 90 days than you possibly have in the last five to 10 years. Click the link down below and watch the training before it goes away. How's it going? Welcome back to the 10X is easier than 2X YouTube series. My name is Dr. Benjamin Hardy. I'm an organizational psychologist and best-selling author of multiple books, including 10X is easier than 2X. This is episode eight, and this episode is going to be a little bit different. I'm going to help you because we're now eight episodes into this series, and this series is going to probably be 20 to 25 episodes. Think about this like a Netflix series. I'm taking you deeper and deeper into the granulars of what a 10X psychology means and what it means to 10X strategize towards your future purpose, towards your future self, and to operate as your future self. So in this one and along the way, I'll have some review and reflection sessions. I'm a huge believer in journaling and giving yourself the space and time to reflect. That's actually part of a 10X psychology. A big part of this, and I've talked about this, I'm going to go a lot deeper into it in the future, is flow and attention. So I'm going to go ahead and share my screen right now. These are the three pillars of a 10X psychology. And in this video, I'm going to actually invite you to reflect on how you're doing in these three pillars now versus where you were 12 months ago. But then I'm also going to allow you to map ahead and start designing where you want to be in these three pillars. From my perspective, these are the three causes. These are internal, by the way. These are the three causes of the 10X effects or the 10X results that a lot of people want in your life. And so Identity is fundamentally two things. It's your story. And I look at story in two different ways. Your story is obviously the narrative you have of your past and present and future selves, but it's also the picture that you have. There's a great quote from Esther Hicks. Esther Hicks said that the picture you have of yourself is the cause of what you attract in your life. And so you have a picture of yourself in your mind, and that picture is who you see in the mirror. When you look at yourself in the mirror, what do you see? When you think about yourself, what do you feel? When you think about yourself, do you think more on the broken, hurt person in your past? Or when you look in the mirror, do you see the countenance of your future self? Do you see the reflection of your future self? Do you feel your future self's love for you? I would invite you to even ask, do you feel God's love for you? When you look at yourself in the mirror and when you think about yourself and when you talk, we all have what would be called generative language. The language we speak shapes a lot of what we see in the future that we create for ourselves. Who is the person looking back at you in the mirror. What is the story you have of yourself, but also what are your standards? Big part of standards is raising your floor. Uh, It's your floor and your ceiling. And I've talked a lot about in this series, the 80 and the 20, the 80% and the 20%. To go 10X, to have a 10X bigger future, 10X simplifies things. 10X is a massive simplifier. I love the quote, the bigger the vision, the better the decisions. But also the bigger the vision or the bigger the goal, the simpler the process because bigger goals simply have less pathways of getting there. I use my son, Caleb, as an example. My son, Caleb, is a tennis player. We live in Orlando, Florida. He's a high school player. And his goal is to play in college. But if he made the goal to go pro, there's just a lot less options to go pro. So we live in Orlando, and there's literally hundreds of coaches that could get my son to the college level. But there's probably in Orlando maybe five that could realistically get him to the pro level. And so what that means is that higher goals have less pathways. There's just simply way less coaches that could realistically get my son to the pro level, which would be a 10x jump from college than to the college level. So what that means is that higher goals are simpler. They weed out the 80% because most of what you're doing right now won't get you to the 10x goal. So this goes to time. This goes to attention. And again, I'm going to, I actually really invite you on this one if you can. 
to pull out your journal because I'm going to give you some some genuine reflection questions. But if you're on the go, if you're listening to this on the go, then you might just reflect on where you're at versus where you were a year ago and then also designing forward. But time is really about attention. And, and in future videos, I'm going to take you deeper and deeper into how psychologists would view attention. I would say attention is a few things. It's It's not only what you focus on, but it's on how deep you focus on it. And on also the, the the perspective that you're focusing on that thing. It's not just it's not just what you're focusing on, but it's the angle that you're looking at it from. So your future self, as an example, has a different angle. And if you're thinking about performance, like high performance, pre-performance routines, there's actually a great book on this subject. It's by Joshua Waitzkin. He wrote the book, The Art of Learning. And that book is all about performance and learning. And he talks a lot in that book about pre-performance routines, getting yourself into the right frame of mind. So if you think about like an Olympian, think about a swimmer like Michael Phelps. He had a massive pre-performance routine that got him into the right mindset so that when he performed, he performed seamlessly. He performed in flow. I've experienced that many times. From my view, evening and morning routines in, in a lot of ways are to get yourself into the right frame of mind so that when you're focused on whatever most important tasks you have, you're doing it from the right flow, from the right frame of mind. And so when I was blogging a lot back from like 2015 to 2018, I was blogging a lot on medium.com. What my pre-performance routine would be, would be to identify and connect as my future self. My future self back then was someone who got a six-figure book deal, that, and, and, and I did achieve that massively. But I wanted to write from the feeling, from the energy, from the certainty, from the faith, from the flow of my future self. There's a great quote from Florence Shin. Florence Shin said, faith knows it has already received and acts accordingly. That's actually a big part of identity is what you identify with, what you know, who you know. And so I was striving to identify as my future self and with my future self. And then from there, from the viewpoint of my future self to go deep into focus on what I was doing. And that, at that point in time, it was writing blog posts with a confident, powerful way. And so time is really about attention and it's about the depth and quality of your attention. And it's really about 10xing the quality of the 20% that's going to get you to your 10x jump. So using the 80-20 principle, 80% of what you're doing is a waste of time. 80% of what you're doing represents your past self and your present self. And a lot of that stuff was really useful, which you were deeply committed to and which you deeply identified with. But now it's time to let it go. Now that 80% is small fish and it's a distraction from you going deep into your 20%. And so your 20% is what you're going to go deep into and you're going to 10x the quality of it. Going 10x is really about quality, not quantity. It's about getting 10 times better at what you do and being better at fewer and more essential things, less but better, to quote Greg, Greg McEwen in Essentialism. And then leadership is obviously just about you as a leader leading towards a vision, but also the teamwork around you. And so I'm going to go ahead and just give you some 10x reflection and designs around these three pillars. These are the three pillars, the three causes of 10x results. And so if you do have your journal, Obviously, feel free to pause this video along the way, you know, journal and reflect on this. If not, you know, if you're in the car listening to this in podcast form or something like that, just reflect on it. Just on a reflection, looking back over the past 12 months, how connected have you been to your future self? So this hits on identity and story. Your, your identity is either more as your desired future self or you're still operating more as your past and your current self. And so just looking back on the last 12 months, whatever time this is for you, I'm filming this in June of 2023. So if I was to look back at June of 2022, how connected have I been to my future self over the last year? And how much has my future self been my operating system versus my past self? When you're operating from the future and you're letting the future dictate the present, then you're letting the future self and what matters to the future self, towards your future self, you're letting that shape your decision. By the way, 
I wanted to show you this. Um, this is a, a brand new book. This is not my book. This is from a psychologist named Dr. Hal Hirschfeld. I've been really excited about this book and I've referenced Hal's work a lot in my own book on future self. Um, but this just came out and I recommend it heavily. And I'm going to do a whole series on future self uh, after this 10X series. And the more connected you get to your future self, the more powerfully you live in the present. And so this is my invitation to you is how much have you been operating as your future self? How much have you been letting your future self dictate what you do in the present over the last 12 months? And how connected are you to your bigger picture future self? The bigger the vision, the better the decisions. The more connected you are to your future self, the more intentional, the more powerful, the more beautiful you live here and now because your future self sees things differently than you. So now looking over the last 12 months, what's the, what's the difference in the quality of your 20% now versus 12 months ago? So whatever your 20% is that's most relevant to your next 10X, remember, you've got a 10X future self, whatever that is, wherever your next own level of life is, that could be specific and quantitative. It could be holistic and more of your future self, your next level of life. But whatever the 20% is that you're going to focus on and develop mastery in, how much different is the quality in your 20% versus 12 months ago? For me, I look at the 10X jump very holistically. And so my 20% is a few key things. Obviously, it's it's personal. It's my faith. It's my family. So if I was to be honest with myself, what's the quality of my faith? And what's the quality of my relationships and connection with my family now versus 12 months ago? I see massive progress in the quality of where I'm at in my faith and where I'm at with my family and in the connections, especially with my wife and my older three kids and how we operate in relationships. By the way, from a psychological standpoint, relationships are the reality. It's the relationship between two things that is more real than the things themselves. So as an example, it's the relationship between me and my wife that actually forms our reality. You have a very different relationship. If some random stranger saw my wife, they wouldn't have much of a relationship with her. And so there's not much meaning between those two. But me and my wife, we have a deep, powerful relationship between us. And it's actually that relationship that determines, that, that gives meaning to who me and my wife are. The relationship is more powerful than the, than the sum of the parts. What is the quality, your current quality? And I'm asking you. Seriously, what is your 20% that you're striving to go deeper in and develop uh, greater mastery? And because 10X is really about quality, not quantity. It's about less but better. And this is exactly what Steve Jobs would say. Steve Jobs talks all about simplifying things down and then making things masterfully quality rather than quantity. Quantity is about complexity. And if you've got a lot of quantity in your life, what that means is, is that first off, you're going for low goals, 2X goals, because 10X goals are going to force you to be simple. But also, it means that you're unclear. Complexity kills motivation, but also complexity means you're not being honest with yourself. You're, you're caught in the thick of thin things. You're all over the place. So looking at the 20%, which is most essential and important for your next 10X jump, and you're going to go deeper and develop 10X the quality. It's about 10Xing the quality of the 20% and letting go of the 80%. So what is your 20% focus that you're going to 10X the quality of? And how is the quality in that 20% for you versus where the quality of those things were? 12 months ago. The other aspect of my own 10X jump is obviously 10Xing as an author. So uh, if I was to compare the quality of this book, which just came out, you know, a month ago, not even a month ago versus the quality of this book. Uh, both of these have come out in less than a year. This one came out last June, so almost a year ago. The quality of this book is definitely higher, but also the quality of promoting the book is way higher. This book has actually already sold more. 10X is easier than 2X has already sold more than Future Self. Um, so the quality of my promotion towards my future self and the goals is massively higher. So this is just about reflecting on where you're at in these three pillars. The three pillars are your identity, your time, which is really your attention, 
and also your leadership. And so how much of your 80%, which represents your past self, have you let go of in the past 12 months? So what got you here won't get you there. I've also shared the quote that the system is designed to to defend the system. So you have two systems in life. You've got an internal system, which is your subconscious. Robert Keegan is a Harvard psychologist, and he wrote a book called Immunity to Change. He talks about how we all have built-in immunities to the changes we want to make. And so if you're trying to make a 10x jump towards some goal that you have, you have built-in immunities to that change. What I mean is is you have built-in systems in place that are going to try to keep everything homeostatic. Your subconscious is you on autopilot. Your subconscious is your habits, and it's your past identity that wants to keep things stable and secure. I look at the 80% like it's your security blanket. It's, it's, your, it's what keeps you emotionally secure. And so you, you keep that 80% to keep you secure. And whenever you step out of that 80%, that means that you're committing and having to be courageous, which creates uncertainty. There's a great quote, and I'm going to butcher this, but it has something to do with the power of uncertainty versus the lack of power of certainty. Um, you obviously want both. But you need some forms of uncertainty and moving forward. That's what courage and commitment are all about is stepping into that uncertainty and then learning how to adapt to it. This is a big aspect of psychological flexibility is learning how to become comfortable with uncertainty. There's actually a psychological concept on this called tolerance for ambiguity. And it's just you become more and more comfortable and flexible and emotionally able to handle the uncertainty of moving forward toward a goal. And so how much of your 80% of you let go of in the past 12 months? This is huge. This could be practical things. It could be identity things. It could be things you've let go of. It could be relationships you've let go of. Um, Truth be told, I'm going to talk about this more in a future video, but part of my 80% was um, making this my last book with Dan Sullivan. Dan Sullivan is one of my favorite people in the world and um, a massive part of my last 10x jump. My last 10x jump, uh, I would say, and, and in a future video, I'll also walk you through, you know, looking at your own 10x cycles, but I would say that my last 10x adventure uh, my last 10X adventure was really from 2018 to 2023. 2023, sorry. So it was over the last five years. In 2018, so many things happened for me that kind of initiated the next 10X adventure. And I love the quote that life is really about adventure to adventure, uh, adventure to adventure. And so I've had a last 10X adventure. It was from 2018 to, to basically recently. Recently just ended, just concluded that 10X adventure and I'm getting ready for the next 10X adventure, which is going to be different from the last 10X adventure. And it's also going to have a different 20% focus and mastery than the last. But in 2018, I published my first major book, Willpower Doesn't Work. Uh, That was also the year. 2018 was also the year we adopted our three foster kids. We also had twins. We went from zero to five that year. And that was also the year I developed my collaboration with Dan Sullivan. So my first book came out. And so it's been five years. I've put out six major books since 2018, including Willpower Doesn't Work. And I would say that the pinnacle of those was my three books with Dan Sullivan. And it was powerful. It was massively 10x. And again, I'll share a video with more of the specifics on how we designed that collaboration, what made it 10x, and also what what ultimately shifted it to a 2x, where it stopped being relevant to both of us. And we're both in the game. Uh, I love Dan. I, I love that whole experience. But that became part of my 80%, my past self, that didn't reflect the 10x new self, the 10x standard. And, and so... Um, I've shifted so much of my 80% out, so many things. And, and, and the 80% has a lot to do with raising your floor. And your floor is your standards and what you say yes and no to. I'm just asking you now, what part of the 80% or your past self have you let go of? This could be a job. It could be habits. It could be things you do. It could be ways you do things. Um, a big part of my 80%, you know, going back to my relationship with my kids, I would say is being as reactive. This is one of the things that I'm working, me and my wife are working on with with our with each other and with our therapists and stuff like that is 
reaching a, a higher place of emotional development so that we can help our older three kids who we adopted, um, helping them through their teen years. It's, it's massive. It's, it's, they're, they're going through a lot and they're amazing. And I'm proud of, uh, proud of them. But I also, you know, there's a great framework by David Hawkins, Power Versus Force. And I could see that for a lot of the last five years, I've been more on the force side with my kids. And now I'm seeing that that's going to create a lot of turbulence with where they're at, with their with their uh, psychological and emotional development that they want to go through. We got to get to that higher power side, a lot more courage, a lot more honesty, a lot more acceptance, a lot more love, a lot more. Yeah, it's going to be beautiful. The power side is is so much more powerful, but it's it's a longer game. It's more of an infinite game, whereas the force side, you're, you're more of a finite game. You're trying to force quick wins, honestly, again, back to your own security because it's about you versus the higher power side. So how much of your 80% past self have you let go of in the last 12 months? What does your leadership and teamwork look like now versus 12 months ago? So if you're just looking at your life right now and also the teamwork around you, and this again can be personal or professional, what does the teamwork and leader, your leadership look like now versus 12 months ago? I'm asking you to reflect on these three pillars, your identity, your time, and your leadership, which from my view are the three pillars of a 10X psychology. I'm asking you to look at these over the last 12 months and see how you're progressing, see how, you, how you've evolved. If I look at myself as a leader, and also if I just look at the teamwork around me now versus 12 months ago, fundamentally different. I do believe I'm a much better leader, but I also, if I just look at my teamwork around me, personally and professionally, so much better teamwork. And I, I, I've got better teamwork in terms of personal life. You know, my, even, my, even my son, Caleb, with his tennis, he's got a much better coach now and, and, and a better process around him. He plays with better players. Um, but also the teamwork around my family, uh, family support, social support, uh, well-being support. If I look at, at the team towards my, my business goals, my 10x goals, very clear on the 20% and building the right who's. You know, this is to the idea of who, not how which is a big aspect of going 10X. You're not going to go 10X on your own. And the more you get collaborative who's, but also the more you get who's to handle the 80% so that you can go deeper and deeper into your 20%. Just amazed at the teamwork. And so I just want you to reflect on your own teamwork. Now, just thinking ahead, designing ahead. I'm a big fan of design thinking. You design the macro and then ultimately the micro operates within that macro. And so what is your 10X transformation? I think this is obviously a crucial question. And it's a question that you're going to get clear and clear on. I view the future as a draft and also the past as a draft. But based on where you're at right now, what are you committed to? What is your purpose? Viktor Frankl in the book, Man's Search for Meaning, talks a lot about how without purpose, in a lot of ways, people perish. Without a sense of purpose and mission, in the present, you lose meaning. And I've seen this a lot. There's a great book actually called Peaks and Valleys by Spencer Johnson. And he talks a lot about how the bad things in people's lives happen because of what they do on their peaks. What happens is, is often when people become successful, they lose that sense of purpose. They end up maybe becoming overly confident, overly comfortable, or they shift from an approach mindset. In psychology, you either have an approach mindset where you're approaching something you want. They often shift to an avoidance mindset where they're just trying to avoid losing the ground they've gained. But I've seen this a lot in myself and in other people where once you get onto a peak, once you've achieved some goal, you stop having a next purpose. This is actually something that they've talked a lot about with the astronauts, with Buzz Aldrin and stuff like that. Buzz Aldrin was one of the astronauts that went to the moon with Neil Armstrong. But a lot of the astronauts in the space program back in the day, they would work for years or decades towards the goal of going to outer space or even going to the moon. And then they would come back and they you know, had this huge peak experience. They were on this peak you know, in terms of achievement. But they had no goal after that. They had no future self. And so they ended up 
going through a huge depressions and stuff like that. And so the main point here is that you need a future purpose. Viktor Frankl even said it is a peculiarity of man that we can only live by looking to the future. This has a lot to do with connecting with your 10x future self. What is your next future self? What is your 10x transformation? The bigger the vision, the better the decisions, but also the connection to your future self is obviously going to frame and shape how quality you're living here now. And no matter what you've achieved in the past, I love the quote from Dan Sullivan. He said, always make your future bigger than your past. I would also say make it better, higher quality than your past. What is your 10X transformation? What is your next 10X jump, your next 10X adventure? I shared with you that over the last five years, from 2018 to 2023, my last 10X, it's been in a lot of ways. It's, uh, I'd say it's been solidifying our family. We went from zero to six kids. I finished my PhD. I also obviously published six major books and these books have sold a million copies. And so I would say that that 10X was really 10Xing myself in, in terms of my family and in my career. But now it's about going deeper. And so for me, it's even simpler. It's really faith, family, and books for me. My next 10X, getting to 10 million copies, but writing 10 times better books, better books. When you're thinking about your next 10X transformation, and if you want to pull out your journal, you can, I have the question specifics and holistic. So I look at the 10X jump holistically. Like, who's my future self? What is my, what is my own next level of life? I love the quote from Leonardo DiCaprio. He said, every next level of life will require a different you. And so you could look at it holistically, like what's your next 10X jump? Who are you in your future self? What does your life look like? What does your purpose look like? What are you up to? Who are you at that next level? But also you could look at it in terms of specifics. This is where you could get quantitative. So me, for example, a specific 10X jump, which I believe the, going through that process of achieving that will in large part help me get there is selling 10 million books but writing 10 times higher quality and better books. The process of writing 10x better books and also selling 10 million books, I feel like largely will help me get there. Uh, and there's actually a great concept. Uh, Charles Duhigg in the book, The Power of Habit, he had a beautiful concept called keystone habit. And so in an arch, there's a keystone and it's the center stone that literally holds the arch up. And if the keystone falls out, the whole arch collapses. Well, I also look at a keystone goal. Like what's the one outcome or what's the one result that if achieved makes everything else possible. So what is the one thing? There's actually a great book on that called The One Thing, Gary Keller. And it's a beautiful question. What's the one thing that if accomplished or if achieved makes everything else easier or irrelevant is that question. And so I think about what's the specific, what is the one goal, the keystone goal, the keystone outcome that the process of achieving it will ultimately open up most of the future self, most of the next level you're trying to create. That also fits with the hero's journey, by the way, that you have a, a call to adventure and Elon Musk talks a lot about this, you know, that for him, I would say his 10x jump is trying to get to Mars, you know, and, and the adventures get bigger and bigger as you go. There's obviously a lot of micro goals in between that, but that's his call to adventure. And because he's got that call to adventure, that's that's going to shape a massive transformational process within him. Obviously, a part of the call to adventure is you resist that call. And I would say when you're resisting the call, you're shifting back into your 80%, your habits, your routines, your comfort, your security. You're trying to keep things homeostasis. So resisting the call to your next 10X adventure, to your next 10X transformation is going to be reflected in you living in your 80%. If you're thinking about whatever your 10X jump is holistically in terms of your future self and what they look like at your next level of life, or if you're thinking about it specifically in terms of a keystone goal, a 10X a uh, tangible, quantifiable result for me, 10 million books. Where will you be in this 10X adventure in 36 months from now? So whenever you're watching or listening to this, in 36 months from now, in three years from now, where will you be in that 10X journey? Will you be past it? Will you be onto the next 10X journey? Will you be halfway through it? Where are you going to be 36 months from now? I believe that I will be getting ready to complete this next 10X that I'm starting. In about 36 months from now, I believe I'll be near the ending stages of the 10X that I'm just starting. 
Um, but where will you be 36 months from now? Where will you be 12 months from now in this 10X? And where will you be three months from now? And so obviously, if you have your journal, you can write down timelines. You know, for me, 36 months from now is in June of 2026. So where would I be in 2026 in my 20%? So then back to the idea of what's your 10X transformation? What What is the 20% that you will focus on and develop mastery of? So in other words, what's the 20% of this 10X? Your 10X is very specific. It's a specific focus and and, and it's where you're going to go in your life. But what's the 20% of that? What's the What are the few things that you're going to go really deep on and 10X the quality and mastery of? 10X is really about quality, not quantity. And so what is the 20% that you're going to 10X the quality and mastery of? And these can be personal and professional for me. Quality and mastery are going to be in, in the areas of my faith, my family, and also my ability to write, think, teach in a way that hopefully helps transform you at 10x better levels. So what is the 20% that you're going to get 10 times better at? Higher quality. And you could think in terms of uh, specifics, in terms of specific skill sets you're going to develop, but also you can think in terms of kind of holistic, like where are you going to be better as a person? Also, what is the 80% you'll uncommit to and let go of in order to get to your next 10x transformation? So Back to the idea of the system is designed to defend the system. What is some of the hidden commitments that you're going to let go of? But also situationally, what are some of the situations, relationships, potentially jobs, habits, addictions? What are the, what are some of the 80% things that you're going to uncommit to and let go of through the process of this 10x jump? I really, I really love, and I, I think that 10xing the quality of the 20% is just as important and just as powerful as letting go of the 80% that no longer fits the filter of your 10x jump. Remember, you're letting the future dictate the present. And because the future is 10 times higher and better, that's going to shape what you're going to go deep into. You, you, it'll shape a, a simpler process, which is your 20% that you're going to get 10 times better at, 10 times higher quality and mastery. But letting go of the 80% or uncommitting to things that you've once been deeply committed to and once identified with or as is very freeing. It's very powerful. There's freedom from and there's freedom to. Freedom from means you're freeing yourself from things. It could be freeing yourself from a job, freeing yourself from an identity, freeing yourself from a situation, freeing yourself from a habit. Um, but then there's freeing yourself too. And that freedom too is about what you're going to focus on and go deep in. And so what teamwork will get you there? What are the types of relationships or collaborations that if you could team up with these various people, your 10X journey would become possible and easy. Hope you enjoyed this. I will see you in the next episode of the 10X is Easier Than 2X YouTube series. Please subscribe and have a beautiful day.